It's Tracy here with Making It Our Own. Uh, We're doing a podcast related to the Making It Crafting Competition on NBC. And we thought that we would take some time each week to talk about the show, what we learned, what inspired us, things we might want to try on our own if we're brave. Just enjoy extending the the fun of, of the show. And I'm so excited that we get to speak with one of the contestants who can just give us a little bit of the scoop on the show and maybe a little bit of the kinds of things we have to look forward to in preparation for next week's premiere on July 31st at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on NBC. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Gemma Olson to the podcast. Hey, Gemma. Well, hello, and how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to speak with you, and I'm so excited about this series. I'm a, I guess you'd call an amateur crafter <laughs> myself oh, for a long great. time. Yeah, growing up, um, learning stuff from my mom and trying new things on my own. I love getting new ideas, so this is just right up my alley. Kind of sounds like you and I have a bit in common here, where you said oh. you've been uh, crafting since you were a youngster, so a high. So that's uh, where you have a, a connection going already. Already, fantastic. Well, I've been following your Instagram a little bit when I found out you were one of the contestants, and I'd like to talk a little bit about your crafting journey, but one thing that jumped out at me right away um, were the florals that I would see in a lot of your crafts and a lot of your Instagram posts. Would you say that nature is some kind of inspiration for you, or maybe is that just a coincidence that I noticed? So many flowers. No, I think you. I think you really, you really uh, kind of like saw that immediately. Yes, nature really ignites my passion and my creativity. And along with the crafting part of uh, flowers, I also have a quite an extensive flower garden. So that inspires oh. me as well. So you know, okay. I, yeah. So it's kind of interesting with this. You may have seen my sunflower uh, yeah uh uh-huh. all inspired from the flowers of my garden. So it all goes hand in hand. And, yes, uh, the flowers, wreaths. I'm a big wreath maker. Use a lot okay. of florals in that. And, uh, yes, they're resonating in nature. I was born uh, in uh, Thornton, Idaho, on a farm. And, of course, okay. there was abundant nature around me. So, yes, definitely. Yes, okay. Well, I'm always a little envious of those folks that have the perfect wreath on their door for every season <laughs> or every month. Are you one of those people, Gemma, that's going to have the perfect wreath on her door? Well, <laughs> I kind of am. Okay, okay. Well, maybe well, I'll learn something. Well, I've even gotten really carried away with them. And actually, oh. years ago, I had an Etsy shop with uh, with my wreath. I was really doing quite a nice little job with a few selling a few. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, shipping kind of got the best of me, so I oh. I opened my reopened my Etsy shop and have some different things in it. But yes, and then my husband, you might find this interesting, has built yeah. a rack for me to place all of the wreaths on that I'm not oh. using at the current time. So yes, oh. I do a lot of rotating of wreaths and revamping them and remaking them. Oh, that's awesome! I, I have found just with my limited experience that storage is so important with crafting. You have to have good storage and use sometimes unique methods to keep up with all your stuff. Are you an organized crafter, Gemma? (laughs) I I am, or I should say I was until the grandchildren. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's a different scenario. (laughs) Yes. 
It has uh, bananas on it. It has toy trucks, Legos, and it also has take-a-pause yarn. So typically yeah. not very organized. Right now I've had to just kind of go with the flow. I love it. I love it. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, um, if I get anything wrong here, but for for everyone listening, um, making it starts on Tuesday, yes. July 31st, and I believe it starts with mm-hmm. eight contestants. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Okay. Yes, okay. Have four males and four females. Oh, okay. Nice balance there. I like that. Mm-hmm. So how did mm-hmm. you get involved with the show? Was um, <clears throat> did you audition or just was there a call for crafters? Well, you know, it was really kind of a, uh, just by chance in some ways. You know, I uh-huh. am a a storm and I do have a blog. And yes. as well as, like you said, you would see my Instagram account. So I have mm-hmm. been sharing a lot of uh, tutorials on my blog and belong to an over 50 group on Facebook. And a little uh-huh. note was sent out in the group that for the show, they weren't specifically <laughs> looking for a grandma blogger. And I was like, wow, I've got 16 grandchildren. Yeah. And I'm so I'm definitely a grandma. So, yes, it's a surprise. So I sent, uh, sent the gal a little message, and she contacted me. The next thing I know, I filled out an application, had a Skype call, went to L.A., and the rest is history. Oh, wow. I Very was on the show. Now, what can you I mean? am the oldest on the show. I am truly oh. grandmother. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. I am. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Now, you sound like a lot of fun, Gemma. What's it like um, being on a show with Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman? <laughs> oh my what goodness! Can I, just, I know. Honestly, I cannot tell you the amount of laughter, the amount uh-huh. of hugs, the amount okay. of goodwill, the amount of inspiration, and you know, Amy and Nick just were there to um, to encourage us. You know, they awesome. were there to ask questions, encourage us, mm-hmm. motivate us, love us. Uh, I mean, it was they were the greatest host and hostess of all time. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, for those that, that might be listening that are interested in crafting but maybe don't know all the lingo, is there a difference between a maker, a designer, and a crafter, or can we kind of lump them all together? Well, you know, I think a maker is someone that that has a real eye and, and uh, specializes in creating things that are made with their, uh, with their own hands. So maybe okay. a designer would be more of someone that did the actual designing because I tend to think of myself as a designer as well, you know, mm-hmm. because I do a lot of sketching. So that would probably be the design part where I brainstorm and do maybe a prototype or whatever. And okay. the next step would be the actual creation, which to me is kind of, um, you know, goes along with making. Mm-hmm. So a maker could be anyone that uses tools. And okay. uh, a variety of tools. Uh, they create decor. They create they can create furniture, they can create toys, they can create wreaths. You know, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's, almost, it's anything, really, okay. that you create with your hands. Okay. Okay. Well, to me, that would be the major explanation. Yeah, okay. Nice. Um, do you think there's something that might surprise viewers about the show? They're expecting a crafting competition. There's probably going to be projects. Um, there Are there judges? We have yes, we do. We have Dana okay. and we have Simon. And uh-huh. so Dana is from Etsy. She okay. specializes in, in trends of the of the current trends that are going on. 
And, mm-hmm. of course, you know, Simon is uh, the creative ambassador for Barney's of New York. Awesome. So uh, the two of those, uh, the two of them have an eye of what's really happening and what's going on and what would also be probably very, pro- would be a, prof- a professional and finished product. Okay. So you're okay. going to see, and you're going to see a variety. That may be the biggest surprise. You okay. Such a variety of projects. Mm-hmm. And I truly never really felt that we were almost competing against one another. I felt like we were competing to do our very best. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay. It's going to blow your mind. Awesome. You're going to want to jump a little bit ahead of the door as soon as the first show airs and go to the craft store. Well, that's what I'm hoping for. So I I like the sound of that. So did you find um, yourself, no specifics or anything because we want to just see everything fresh. Did you learn some new techniques from your fellow contestants? Yes. 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 That is a great question to ask. I I came home inspired, and really, I have to tell you, I am trying new things. There were were some items I have never dabbled in before. Okay. And once I saw what some of my uh, my maker friends were making, I was like, I want to give that a try. So, yes, Mm -hmm. I was inspired to want to do do more and stretch. I think it was really something that probed me and pushed me to do to do more, not just stick in my own comfort zone. Okay, fantastic. Now, I imagine the crafters out there, I've talked to some of my friends, they're very excited about the show. What should we tell our friends that don't necessarily do crafts? What is going to appeal to them about the show? How do we draw them in? What are they going to get from it? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think the show is as much about making it as it, as it is about relationships and community wow. and friendships okay. and developing the skills that we used to have back mm-hmm. in the good old days yeah. where we used to sit around a table. Um, my mom had quilting beans. Uh-huh. I grew up with that that philosophy. I think it's going to make us all aware that it doesn't have to be perfect. Okay. It just needs to be something that we do, we do together, we share. It becomes generational. You know, that's what I really try mm-hmm. to do with the grandchildren and my children okay. as well so that they pass that down. And that mm-hmm. we can have conversations that we might not otherwise have. You know, that texting and whatnot, my goodness, yeah. we, it, all the emotions gone out the door with that. So how about we just sit down and, you know, unplug, uh-huh. relax, pour a glass of tea, pop some popcorn, and make something. Yes, that sounds so good to me. I love that. I love and, that. And it doesn't have to be per- And it doesn't. I think that's the thing I would want to say. It does not have to be perfect. It just okay. has to be enjoyable. And maybe come okay. from your heart. You know, I'm all about creating things from the heart. Okay, okay. You know, I've found over the years that crafts can kind of, um, there's a story behind them. Maybe it's the story of how you messed uh-huh. up a few times and came up with, with a better plan, or maybe it's a story about what inspired you. Would you say that there there are generally stories associated with your craft? Yes, I'm I'm really one of those people that truly that's uh, that's probably where I am more on the whole uh, uh, scale of everything. Okay, and everything that I I tell, my my products tell a story. Like you just said, you know, I just yeah. did the uh, you know the Mod Podge and whatnot from the my Etsy shop. Mm-hmm. I was inspired by my sunflowers. You know, I'm doing right. two projects right now, uh, some embroidery for a granddaughter, and it's okay. uh, it looks like her, 
So it's a story of my love for her. You know, uh, Wyatt, my fictional, we've been doing some coaching since he's been here. It's not been perfect, and he's been frustrated. But that's a story, and I hope that's a story that I will, that he will be able to tell his children. Even if his product isn't perfect, it'll be, mm-hmm. he can pass on to them that crocheting with Mimi was fun and that he wants to do something like that with his own kids. Awesome. It's so, awesome. you know, just pass pass all that down. And, and the yeah. Love, there's so much love. Yeah. <laughs> and just creating. So my, my stuff mostly comes from the heart. You know, I love to give things to my friends, to my family, and it's it's a labor of love. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, you've talked about your family a lot, and especially your grandchildren. Are, is there anything in particular that um, – a way that your grandchildren have changed your approach to crafting? Anything maybe you've learned from them or something you've done differently after becoming a grandmother? Mm-hmm. You know, that's probably re- – yes, that is true. I suppose in some ways I've learned to be a little more relaxed. Like I had mentioned okay. about just kind of turning my craft room over uh-huh. to them. Okay. You know, and just letting them ex- experiment because, you know, if I uh, if I become one of those rigid grandmas and, you know, color in the lines and stitch this way or stitch that way, <laughs> that's going to really take the joy of it. Okay. And I want them to love it. And I want them to enjoy it. You know, I uh, I embroidered with my grandmother and saw my mother do her projects and quilted beside her. And they were pretty easy going too. And I think that's why I, I love it to this day. So probably just be a little more laid back and not press them okay. so hard and let them let them find their own style, their own mm-hmm. creativity, their own way of making it. Mm-hmm. Everyone has has their own way. Yes. I, and I think that I've learned that um, making mistakes improves my crafting overall because, you know, you learn something from it. Are you, are you a believer in that as well? I am, and I have many projects that have fallen by the wayside and gone to the garbage. <laughs> you know, but so then you start over. But it, it's kind of fun, you know. It's yeah. Like you said, you learn from it. You're like, well, okay, I get it now. I should have done this instead of that. You know, right. or I should have picked this, this piece of wood at a different angle, and you know, or I should have painted a different color or used a different paint. So yeah, yeah, we only get better. But like, that's life, isn't it? It's, yeah. That's what it's, it's all about. It's trial and error and it's growth. It's all about the experience. Good or bad, successful mm. or not, you've experienced something. So that's Totally, awesome. yes. So that was going on too with the with what you had mentioned earlier as well about what can you take away from the show if you're not really a big crafter and that's it. Mm-hmm. The experience. Just the experience yeah. and just enjoy it. And don't be hard on yourself. Right. Some life lessons. Because it maybe mm-hmm. didn't work out the first time, you know, put it aside and revisit it. It doesn't have to be completed that week or that month. If it, you come back to it, you know, it's two months. It's okay. Just just take it easy and just enjoy the ride. Excellent. Excellent. I like that. Well, um, is there a specialty that you would say that, that you have? It sounds like you've begun trying some different things. You've learned stuff from your grandkids. You seem like very open to different things. But if you had to pick sort of one specialty or one maybe favorite um, thing, crafting um, type project mm-hmm. or medium, what would that be, you think? Well, you know, I think what's really happened, I have, I, you know, I call myself a heartfelt uh, crafter because that's what's happened is most of my things did come from the heart, so there has been mm-hmm. such a variety of things, and I think with having so many children and grandchildren, a lot of things were more sporadic rather than really disciplined, you know, okay. in, in terms of, like, perfecting one thing. But now in my 
you know, quote, old age, unquote, type thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I have more time. I would say it's embroidery. I would say that it's really that, okay. going back to those, those fine stitches and perfecting them and seeing the beauty of the stitch. I did so okay. much of that when I was younger and even needlepoint and cruel. I was like, I was just before the call, Amanda and I was like, you know, we, she was doing some embroidery, in fact. And I said, mm-hmm. look at the sew I made when I was like 20. And she was like, oh. Mom, you need to get that. So I get back to that. So I really do. I think yeah. it's you to center and focus on that and okay. see where that leads me. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I know where to find you on Instagram. Where else can, where can folks find you? You said you have a, a blog, correct? Okay. So yep, I have my blog. It. I have at home with the, at home with Gemma.com. You can find me there. Uh, okay. I have my Etsy shop. It's called Gemma's Home. And I have some really cute embroidered, uh, owl embroidery bags. Like, I have a thing for owls. So mm. those, you know, I'm on Facebook as okay. Gemma Olson. Okay. So Instagram, Pinterest, you know, I'm on Pinterest, the same thing, Gemma Olson. So I'm scooting around all those places. Wonderful. I imagine I could probably get stuck on your Pinterest account uh, page all day. That, you know, that's a, that's a good place <laughs> to just stop and rest for a while. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been a little lax lately, but I, was, I, I need to get back to that too. But now I've, I've just been so – the kids have been here this summer, so, you know, I've been busy with them. But once okay. they leave, I'll be back to doing that too. Okay. Last question for you. Are you doing anything um, to celebrate the premiere next Tuesday night? Will you be watching with your family, or what, do you, what are your plans? Yeah, this, our plans for this uh, for this coming Tuesday is actually, you know, I wish my daughter was going to be here, but she's leaving ahead of time. Oh, so okay. So what we're going to do is it's going to be, but I have another daughter here, so it's going to be uh-huh. my daughter and, our, and her dad, and we're going to sit down, and we're going to have some grandkids over, and we're going to have a special meal, and I'm going to put out mm. a little craft, kid-friendly, kid mind you, but uh-huh. no little <laughs> for us to do, so. Okay. And, you know, maybe some bead work, and we're going to sit down, and we're going to watch that and have some iced tea and some, I think I might make a peach cobbler. I've got some oh, That sounds really nice. It'll be fun. It'll be a nice, cozy evening, and I think we're going to enjoy it a lot. I cannot wait to watch it. Oh, show. I can't wait either. I'm, I'm super excited. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to tell me more about yourself and about the show and get us even more excited about it, and um, I encourage folks to go out there and and find Gemma because she's got great (laughs) stuff out there and watch the show. And I just really hope this ignites the passion in our society that we really do need. So, you know, it's just so creative and they can't wait to hop on out and, like I said, watch the show, but also just get get their craft going and just Enjoy life and, and enjoy one another and be, and be kind to each other. That's really important. Wonderful. That, that's very important. Well, thank you again for your time, Gemma, and uh, I guess we will see you on Tuesday on our TV screen. You will so see me excited. on Tuesday. I will say, <laughs> hello, America. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you okay. Be thank sure to get you. out there and make it. Okay. Will bye do. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in for the very first episode of the Making It Our Own podcast dedicated to making it on NBC. Until next time, stay crafty.